said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Yeah. They just want a nigga to lose. Mayweather Pac-Man. Government don't play fair. They rather backhand. Cops killing us left and right. Pray for the black man. I'm trying to get that Creflo dollar faithfully stacked, man. And listen, I refuse to let them jack the OG. Yeah. Use a nigga like the black emoji. I got the LTE flows. You niggas still a foji. I'm Nino Brown on the roof. And you got a go G. And my, my brother's keeper. My brother's keeper. On the hip, not a All right, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It. Uh, new and improved. We got Gert in the building. And I mean, you can see him in the flesh. We got Beyonce. We got C in the building. Um, you know what I mean? You can see her. Maybe not live action, but she there. You're going to hear. For y'all that don't, that don't watch the visual, you're going to hear her. So we all in here. So... First and foremost, man, it's been too damn long. We called ourselves, we gave ourselves the tagline, the most inconsistent, no, the dopest, most inconsistent podcast ever. Um, I just feel like we just the dopest podcast for real. So, you know what I mean? We want to make sure we, we polish it up for y'all and, and get y'all the real so y'all can see it, put the name to the face and all of that. And uh, we here. So, um... Jumping right into it, right? We was talking off uh, off camera about, um, well, Gert brought up a topic, social media etiquette, right? What is proper social media etiquette? So you got the floor, my brother. So now, um, just all in all, having proper social media etiquette, you can't go from pictures with your ass out on page one. To, to the immediate scroll up, you got your your little baby there. To the next scroll up, your ass back out. It's confusing. What are you promoting? This is really confusing. <laughs> uh, I mean, how, see, how, how do you feel? Do you do you have a, a feeling or opinion about that, or what you think? Because I, I mean, you can't help but see it. So, what you what you think about that? What you mean by like having your ass out like a bathing suit or like just like some shorts or something? Both. It, it, all the way. I mean, because you know the girls, they be taking like workout pictures and they be having their ass nah, they out. They know what they're doing. They know what they be doing though. The, the thirst trap. Let's just call them thirst trap. Yeah. It's intentional thirst trap. They take a lot of workout pictures. I don't really show like my stomach and all that other stuff. Progress. I, I think that's like personal. I'm very like private and body conscious I guess I guess I'm boring because I really never really post uh, bathing suit pictures and if I do I'm probably posting like the front maybe not so much the back because I think that's kind of like sending another message and like like because the back is kind of like yeah it could be like seen a different type of way um and when I do, or if I ever did post a workout picture, I don't know. I don't really like posting workout pictures because it's like you just got finished sweating. Why you want to post a workout picture? But it's give or take. If you want to post it, that's your thing. And you want to show people your progress, that's your thing. Um, but nah, they don't be I showing never... the progress, though. They be on their thirst trap shit. They do be trying to, some people, like, 
all right, not all of them, but some people do show their progress. Some people say, oh, this was my stomach from three weeks ago. No, we're not, no, we not talking them, no. Them is legit. Right. Put, uh, but that's what I asked you. I said they'd be in workout shorts and they'd be showing their ass. Not, said, I'm talking about intentional, intentional sex, foul play going sex. on. Intentional yeah. sex. Intentional sex. <laughs> yeah, like not that. Okay. If it's a self-respecting I mean, shows... page, it's a self-respecting page. No, I ain't talking about them people. Nah, they really working out. I'm talking about the ones that's intentionally thirst trapping to the, I don't know if it's, you know, then come low man. Well, it's low man. Some titties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's work. Here's my thing, right? Like, can't be a hater. Well, my, you gotta let them get that stuff. Well, up. I, first of all, understand this: as men, and y'all, as men, we don't give a fuck. Listen, I see y'all like. Yeah, no, listen, yes. as men, we don't give a fuck. I see y'all me. underneath but these let, No, but listen, we. Oh yeah, my like, like finger women. is my like fingers intact. Listen, I hit the like button. An attractive woman is always going to get a double tap. That's just what it is. Because why but not? I keep it a bean, right? Hold on, I don't mean to cut you, but I keep it a bean with me personally, right? I I be posting some wild shit on my IG, um, and I felt weird having like a weird quote, not a weird quote, but explicit quote, and then the picture of my kid after words. Like, give so, me an example. Mm-hmm. Give me an example. I got. I pull some up. To, be directly uh yeah because i mean as far as and i'll let you get it off but as far as like the women are concerned from my perspective i mean like i said you know if you're gonna post a picture of your kid cool whatever it's first of all at the end of the day it's your page so you can do whatever you want to do on your page i'm not telling you you can't do anything at all like do whatever you want to do on your page I still got the right as a viewer of the page to have an opinion about the page. And that's the other part that people be forgetting. It's like, when you put it out there for the whole world, it's not yours anymore. You don't own whatever you post. Like you don't own it. It's on your personal page, but you don't own it because IG got it and they could do whatever they want with it. The world got it. As soon as it go out, somebody could screenshot five seconds after you, after you post it. Like it's no, it's no, control over what happens after you send it out to the world so for people who get overly upset at you know comments and this and that look man you put it out there so if you don't want a certain type of reaction sometimes you can't avoid it but many times you could at least help direct it if you don't want a certain type of reaction to certain things then don't put it out there once you put it out there it ain't yours no more so i'll give you a direct quote from my page uh if your pussy so wet, then why are your kids born with eczema? What? <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> that, that is crazy. That was a direct shot at somebody's kids, and then you want to post a picture of your kids. That kind of like you shouldn't do that. I couldn't, but but I, you just, I'm saying I don't feel comfortable with a quote I like that. I wouldn't post my kids right after saying <laughs> something like that because it's just like that's kind of crazy. But if you are taking a picture of yourself, and I'm not saying that I do this, but 
if they want to show their titties and their butt or whatever, they could do whatever they want to do. And then I don't want to see little nook nook after that. Is all I'm saying. But some of them be at the pool in their little thong bathing suits holding their child. No, I'm not. And I'm they not. got like matching bathing suits. Like the little girl got a yellow like bathing suit. Bathing. She got a yellow thong. But sometimes I have, check this out. But your ass is out. True. But that's how they that's, design. That's so that's how they design. So it is what it is. But this is my thing about that no, too. Not. You can find one that's not designed you could. like that. Trust you me. Could. That's true too. <laughs> and not show that. So this is the same thing. That's why I said, are you talking about like regular clothes, workout clothes, baby suits? I'm only speaking to the actual intent. Like if you are intending to put up a thirst trap picture, oh, we gotta get into the nigga thirst trap pictures too. Because niggas Niggas got thirst trap pictures too. Yeah, they do. No, but, but my thing is, no, for no, women, no, niggas, a lot of their clothes, not a, a lot of the clothes now for women are like hoe clothes. Like nobody is really wearing a full outfit right now. You have to really be with a certain type of guy that you are wearing full outfits. A lot of it is very spandexy because you got to realize a lot of these women are shaped the same now. So they want to show off their curves. They want to show off their stomach. They want to show off all of that stuff. And all that fashion over and all that other stuff is just like, that's what's glorified. And it's, it's glorifying a certain shape. It's glorifying a certain body type. And they're depicting that. And they're showing it off. Because that's how they're making their money. You can't be mad at a woman showing her body to get what she wants. Because she showed her body to get what she's been getting. So she's just continuing the process. And if she decides to post a picture of her child, she's just letting y'all know, hey, I got a child. I love my child. But I'm going to still get these pictures off. And that's that. All right. There you have it. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess that is proper social network etiquette. My <laughs> bad. I mean, for now, that's not true. That's not your girl, though. See, the problem is, is that if you are a guy and you don't think that it's proper etiquette, then maybe you don't like the ass pictures of her with her ass out. Maybe you stop liking the pictures with her with her chest out. Maybe Who you we talking about? decide on what you want to click on. You as men saying that that's not proper etiquette, I'm saying... Why don't you take a seat back from not liking the the scantily clad installation? I like pictures? it. Like, well, I'm and talking. I'm not saying it's not proper. Exactly. I, I'm not saying, you like I'm not saying it. it's not proper etiquette. I'm asking, or we're asking the question: Is it proper etiquette? And if it is, or if it ain't, or whatever, what is proper etiquette? If we were to define it, because sometimes there could be conflicting messages. There's no etiquette for oh, yeah, social media. She is in her salon bag today. <laughs> uh, 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 see, see what type of pod this is going to be? Yeah, she she uh, she a black girl magic bag today. Uh, I'm just saying, there's no, no etiquette. You're right. I'm, there's I'm there's no etiquette for a woman. If she's been doing this, this is what she does. Like she's gonna throw her child in there just to be like this, that, and the third. Nah, right. no doubt. Well, that's cool. That's cool. So, yeah. moving on though, right? Um. Just speaking, like you know, current current events and, and currently what's going on right now. Um, oh wait, 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 hold on. Yeah, yeah. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. I don't mean to cut you again, but the guy thirst traps too, right? Let's touch <laughs> on the guy thirst traps. The guy thirst traps is the uh, 
me see how I'm gonna properly put this. The scammer package. No, no, the no, scammer. no. See, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I'm gonna tell you. It is. It's a scammer kit. I'm gonna tell you now. Nah. I'm gonna tell you what the real guy thirst trap picture is. <laughs> what is this? It's the, the cares relief act kit. <laughs> the it's all that cares shit. relief act. Oh, it's the, for lack of a better word, bitch ass nigga quotes, with the a real man would get out the car oh, yeah, and open the door for the ladies. That's nasty. That's the that's, that's the guy. <laughs> yeah. That's nasty. That's the, Are people doing this? Yeah, that's, that's the. Uh, that's, uh, all men need to show women more respect and stop calling them bitches and hoes. <laughs> that's the, that's the, that was like an old thirst trap. Now the thirst trap that men have is a Gucci backpack, like or something, or like no. some Gucci pants. And money and a big watch and a nice car and that's what they do and okay. they they show things those things are the thirst traps I'm saying and more so things than are, quote. are the traps to to get the bitches like like oh I got money more exactly like. that's what it is it's just like or they'll take a picture like of certain things like that people like like liquor bottles and stuff like the type of liquor bottles they got like a 1942 and you know like the zoo like they'll take pictures of that stuff and show like they watch or something you know like that's what they do i think that's more thirst trappy and thotty than a quote because a quote i ain't gonna read your quote i don't need you to tell me what you like i don't care that'd be but you different and we told you this a thousand times so you may not specifically care about a lot of this shit, but <laughs> if you could, if you could be objective just as a woman or from a female perspective and seeing, like you, how you said, like, like, cause you might not care about a nigga posting his watch anyway. Like you already, you know what I mean, you good. But just in general, if you could spot certain shit, like, oh, he he doing this cause he already know how they gonna react and they gonna be chirping and yada yada yada. Like if you can see that, cause I wouldn't necessarily i wouldn't just jump to that like i might end up there if i really thought about it but i don't care either because it's not for me anyway but i could see that you know what i'm saying but i wouldn't even automatically went to that just as a man that's not how i'm thinking <laughs> as like, a woman i be like because like my dude sometimes he be doing whack stuff i be like why are you whack right now like don't do that. <laughs> like he'll post like a liquor bottle like near the emblem of his car. I'm like, yo, this is whack. This is mad uh, whack. Like, don't do that. <laughs> like, we did that back in the day when we have nothing. <laughs> or like, he'll post like little like glimpses of like, like I said, his watch. I was like, yo, like act like you used to something. Come on, don't do that. Oh, like it's bringing the stock down. Cause now you like doing <laughs> it is because my thing is as a woman, Things attract women. Like when women see that you have nice things, they like, oh, this nigga, like he take care of himself. Like they like, <laughs> some women like things. And so they feeling like, oh, okay, if he could take care of himself and get this stuff for him, when I go, he's gonna wanna get that stuff for me. And so they attach that stuff to things more so than quotes, like you opening up the door for me. A woman don't care if you opening up the door for her, as long as you getting her that new Chanel, like she don't care. You could they act them. like they care online, though. No, nah, they don't but care in real life. They, they act like don't they care. Jers, do you open the door for your woman? Gert, do you open the door for your woman? That was a. I mean, sometimes. That was, sometimes. See, that was exactly. Just an Not all the time. See, you all the way. You said when? I said that was just an example. You all the way in the black girl magic bag today, see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. You all the way. In I'm the, just saying. 
the way. I'm just saying, guys don't really post but, like but, that. But like, here's the thing, right? Like when, when we talk in thirst traps, we know the picture of the woman's ass that she's putting that thirst trap that don't really do nothing for niggas. But in her mind, that's what she's thinking, does it? With these niggas with these quotes, it don't really do nothing. But in their mind, they thinking it's holding more weight. That's what I'm talking about. It's not actually. I get the correlation, but I think that the ass pictures, they think that that is doing something. That's why there's so many posted. I think that they're showing their bodies off. That's what I'm saying. saying, This is what I look like. For the niggas, they think that they doing something by saying this, and they think that that. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because if a nigga say some some woman empowerment shit, right, like, you're not really going to get flack for that. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to get flack for bigging up women. And we should big up women, but you're not going to, that's the easy, that's the easy, like, automatic cheat code, more or less. Well, so, yeah. it was a quote that Adrian Broner had said. It was funny. He was like, sis, you've been naked for three years online and you still single. Go put some clothes on, sis. Like, we know Adrian Broner's personality, but the quote was funny. And I was like, yo, this is funny, like, because and it's so like, my point it's true. Is, you take that quote, right? It'd be a nigga, I don't take it. No, no, no. I'm saying it'd be a nigga in them comments, like, she should be able to wear whatever she wants for however long she wants. <laughs> yeah. That's, the, yeah, that's, that's the shit I'm talking about, where niggas yeah. come with that shit, like, for yeah. no reason. Yo, dog, nobody. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that that's a thirst trap. No, that's the nigga, I think that that the is thirst trap bag is what we trying to tell you. I think what you're trying to say is that that nigga just wants you to feel that he's with that, that he is empowered, and that he is on his women go women type that's stuff. The new, that's I, the new thirst trap bag. I don't that's think that that's, that that goes with what you're saying as far as like a girl thirst trap because it's different. Yeah. It is. Niggas it is different. See, niggas is visual, women is emotional. But I don't think. So he tried to but I don't think that correlates with that. With that kind. Oh, repeat that. Repeat that, because that's niggas it. Niggas is visual, women is emotional. So when a nigga get into that bag, he's trying to play on women's emotion to try to sway them towards <laughs> him. But women not reading no comments. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Women are not. Women are not reading the comments. Like women are. This is what I'm telling you. A woman might read your comment, what you said for that stuff. She gonna go on your. She gonna go on your page, and she gonna look at your page, and she see that you got on some whack stuff, and she's not gonna fuck with it. She's gonna say, "No wonder he said this. This nigga is whack." Like, and that's that's just be that. No, that's not. I but listen, 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 listen. I'm telling you, I don't think like that because I don't even look at comments. I'm See, I'm gonna need you to pour a glass of wine. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You gotta sip some honey or something today. This is not how women think, and y'all think that. We not saying it is. We saying this is how niggas, thirsty niggas, think how women think. We not. And I'm telling you, it's false. What it is. We agree with that's, you. That's that. Yes, we're saying it doesn't work, but that's we can acknowledge the attempt, is, and that's what work. makes you thirsty. Yeah, it's a nigga being thirsty for no reason. That's what we saying. But that's Prime not example. thirsty. All right, let me. All right, let me. Let, all right, look. Let's listen to this. See, listen. It's to not this, thirsty listen. to me. That's no, just a nigga just doing dumb. Like to you. <laughs> 
right. <laughs> to y'all, y'all saying that a nigga is being thirsty. I'm giving a different example of a thirst trap because I don't think that that is like a thirst trap. Like, I get what you're trying to say. You're saying that he's trying to reel that person in with the words. Like, he's trying to be pro-women, go women. I get that. But that's not... I, I get what you're trying to say, but that's well, not it. It doesn't matter. But listen, see, listen, 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 listen. After you acknowledge the fact that that exists, that's all we're talking about. It exists. It doesn't matter past that. It doesn't matter. Not it's like that, though. It it only, it but it's not prevalent, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, that was like the old school bag. This nah, time, it's nah. not. I don't see it. I don't see it. I see it. it. I we're don't. saying we see it. I see it. I don't see I'm, that. You know what I, I see? see it. I see stacks of money. I see rollies. I see all that stuff, like chains. You got, you and... got privileged followers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see. And I see that. On your, on your timeline. No, like, but I see different. that as my, like, and people buying, like, their girls and stuff, stuff. I don't see no quotes like, hey, sis, you need to get dressed and all this other stuff. I don't see that. That's very far few in between because everybody is, like, I guess that the more so visual don't nobody really got time to be reading how you feel about women because we could give a damn because I don't, like, who cares well, see, how you feel about well, women. See, oh, wait, 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 wait. See, it's a gang of, it's a gang of niggas out here who specialize in that bag. And them niggas got wild followers. It's a gang they of the niggas They the Leon Lonnie loves. Huh? Like, you got to get over that. I said they Reverend Leon Lonnie loves. You got to go Whatever. over that. All of that. All we saying, <laughs> all we saying, is that it's a network of that. It's a fan base for that. And it's going on out here. That's all we're saying. That's it. And saying point, like right? the Tony Gaskins of the world, like the, the people yeah. who, who promote the, yeah. the quote. Well, yeah. I get what no, you're saying, no. but that's well, different. That's inspirational. All right, but hold on, time out. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Hold on, right? Because funny. <laughs> whether, whether that is or that isn't, at least that's his brand, at least. At the bare minimum, that's his brand. So he's consistent with his brand. So most people who's going to his page is going for that type of content and they're going to get that and that that lives there and that's what it's for. So I'm not even going to single him out in particular. I already agree with what you're saying, but to flip it, I'm saying this. Just how you're saying it, see, like it's not effective. It don't work. You don't care. It doesn't matter. It ain't that serious. I'm saying a bitch twerking. 99 and a half out of 99 and a half men is liking a bitch twerking on that page, right? That doesn't mean I want her. That's not what that equates to. Sometimes they might overlap, but that is not an automatic saying, I agree with, like, I, I, I want this bitch. Like, no. Like, but we're men, we're visual, we like ass, we see ass, shit shaking, we gonna like it. It's like a, it's a knee-jerk reaction. So the same way you're saying, that you don't care about a nigga trying to appeal to emotions. I don't care that you trying to twerk for me. Like, bitch, like, that ain't nothing new. Just like how you saying, that's nothing new. Like, twerk is a twerk is a twerk. Bitch has been twerking. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. But because it's something that I might hit, it doesn't automatically say that I'm I'm all in on it. That's, that's all we saying. So, but that's that. So y'all listening, y'all could kind of like, you know what I mean? Chime in on the comments or whatever, whatever, and, and say what y'all think. But that is an interesting topic because I see it both ways for sure. So switching gears a little bit, um, you know, not to be on no, well, first of all, all due respect, but not to be extra Black Lives Mattery, right? 
But the Fred, there's a there's a movie coming out about Fred Hampton's uh, life, involvement in the Black Panther, so on and so forth. It's not slotted to come out until next year. We don't know exactly what month, what date. There's no official date, but there is a trailer out. I think it looks dope. Um, and that's that. But I saw a lot of backlash about the fact that the lead actor is playing a black American, but he's not from America. He's black, but he's African. And that seems to be a thing. I remember, um, I don't know if it was Harriet. I didn't see it, but I think when Harriet came out, the woman, I don't think she is an American black woman. I could be wrong, but I think she might be from another country. It was backlash about that. So it seems to be like a little trend about African blacks playing American black roles. Um, I mean, see, how do you, what do you think about that shit? Like, um, I just don't want them to keep like dividing us. Um, if you want to, I mean, it's not like he's a bad actor that's playing Fred Hampton. I could see if it was like a trash actor. But you had like the uh, Black Panther. The Black Panther was black, and you had him speak with an African accent. Him and um, well, did Michael B. Jordan really have an African accent? Well, Angela Bassett did. Um, but you had them like infiltrate, you know, Africans. So I, if that's what you want to call it, infiltrate or, or like trying to imitate, I would say African uh, dialect and culture and stuff. So I mean. I think it's all one and the same. I think it's petty to try to like split up the groups and say, hey, you're not black. You should have this person play this person or like even Idris Elba, he has an accent and he plays he like, <laughs> yeah, he plays the most grittiest people sometimes. So I don't think that you should. And I don't think it's just based off that accent. I think it's more so based off a of location. I think it's their way of getting back at Africans by saying that oh, we're not black enough and we're not this enough. So I think that the African-Americans, quote unquote, are trying to um, put that pressure back on them. So wait, explain that, because I don't understand what you mean. You said like getting back at Africans. What do you mean? A lot of Africans don't consider us to be black, like Africans. Okay. Like they consider us to be African-Americans. Like we're from America. Like they don't claim us. Like we're not part of their set. Okay. Like, because we don't know where we come from. As African-Americans, you think you came from Jersey. You think you came from North Carolina. I was raised in, in like, Florida or whatever. Like, I wasn't, but I'm just saying. That's yeah. where people feel like they were from. When you are, right. like, Nigerian and you come over here, you say, oh, I'm Nigerian or I'm from right. Senegal or I'm from right. this place. Like, from, you know, different places. And you could go back to your hometown. We don't have that. We don't have that culture here. Um, some of us don't have that culture here where we could trace back to where we are from unless we do an Ancestry.com test. And good luck with that. But. I'm never <laughs> I'm never sending them my DNA. But, Gert, what um what you what you think about that? Keep it real. I'd be like, fuck niggas, dog. If you're not for liberation of the black Americans, I'd be like, fuck niggas, everybody, period. All right, that's fair. I support that. Um, I do want to yeah, say kind of like, I, I, I want to say like kind of like an inverse of what we're talking about, how we have an African black, uh, African, 
playing a black American story. Um, I could be wrong because it was so long ago and I probably wasn't really in tune to the comments and it really wasn't like social media back then, but I don't remember it being any backlash for Leonardo DiCaprio when he played a South African in Blood Diamond. Do y'all remember any backlash about that? white South Africans, though. There are white South Africans. Okay. All right. A lot of them. I think a lot. It's more white people in South Africa than black people, I think. I don't know if I would go that far, but... No, it's like um like Johannesburg and stuff. It's like yeah, I think it's like yeah, it's a lot of them out there and they are like they're they're prominent in that area. I'm not saying that like it's a it's a lot of them in that area. And I'm not saying that they um like it's not a lot of blacks, but I'm saying that in that area prominent. in particular, it's a lot of white people. Okay. Probably more so than black. So I heard. I'll look it up just to make sure. Um, all right. So overall conclusion, uh, it ain't that deep. And support the black American struggle. Um, support the black American liberation and freedom of oppression and anything that is not in line with that line of thinking. Fuck out of here. Hashtag my black word uh speaking of by black just a quick little sidebar um i took a um i took a little road trip uh just it was random it was kind of like yo let's just go do some shit um out to to tennessee we went to nashville uh and i'm in the a right now so we went to nashville um couple hours not that far um cool little town um and 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 that was cool but I'm all things black. I'm 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 hashtag buy black, support black business, so on and so forth. And uh my man, shout out to my man Low. Um, he's from Detroit. Um, and I saw him with this shirt on that said, um, it said black man, and then it had man crossed out, and on top of it, it had king. I told him, yo, that shirt is dope. Um, and he put me on to his man who was also from Detroit, who has a clothing line. Um, and so I went, I wanted the shirt. I bought one for me and my lady. And I got a lot of comments on that. So I just wanted to like, um, kind of highlight them just because it don't really matter for me. You know, I support all, not all black businesses, but I try to support black businesses in general. Um, I think they're called Just a Stigma. So y'all could go check them out. and. Um, yeah, I got a lot of I got a lot of feedback from that that post. I had posted some shit. A lot of people was asking about the shirt. So, just the stigma is where you could go get that and 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 do whatever from there. Um, so switching it up to like you know current events or whatever. Um, we got the bubble basketball playoffs. The playoffs are here. Um, the West is always stronger than the East, so ain't no different this year. Um. But, and I don't know how much y'all or, you know, the people listening have been paying attention, but of course you got the Lakers, uh, of course you got the Clippers, um, of course you have Portland with Dame Lillard going crazy, you know, in this last recent streak. Uh, I'm a Maverick fan, so you got Dallas and Luka and KP um, on the East, you got Giannis, um, you know, 
how do we feel, you know, this first round is going to play out? How do we feel, you know, who do we think that, you know, could maybe make a run, a legit run? Do we really believe in Portland? Do we think Portland? Let's start there. Do we think Portland can beat the Lakers? AC versus the one seed. 100%. The Portland team, uh, so the seed Portland got was from injury. And they've been trying to figure it out all season long. Due to the bubble, they were able to get their actual team back. And um, their actual team, I believe, can compete with any team in the league. There's not one team in the league that I think Portland can't compete with uh, matchup-wise. Um. I got them beating the Lakers. I know I'm jumping the gun, but I definitely got them beating the Lakers. But that Portland team, uh, fully healthy, I think can't compete with anything. And they still ain't fully healthy. They're still missing two premier defenders and who can score the basketball with Rodney Hood and Trevor Ariza. But uh, the team, the team that they have now, I believe can compete. And the team that they was fighting for to get in the playoffs, minus Nurkic and uh, Collins, was a damn good team too. Oh, Utah? No, 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 no. Um, Portland, the team that they managed to put together this year, because the the they were shit uh, prior to getting mellow, Trevor Ariza, um. And Gary Trent and them getting more minutes showing that they really could hoop. They won. They season one looking too good. They made some moves, put together a team, and started competing. And then fucking the bubble brought their stars back. Well, uh, key role players back. So I got Portland going. uh, My heart say all the way. Definitely if they get past the Lakers. But. I agree if they get past the Lakers, then uh, it's going to be real tough to beat them. Um, LeBron is still LeBron. And I got the utmost respect for that nigga. Uh, so right. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this with all due respect. Right, right, right. Um, honestly, I'm, I ain't really going to make too crazy of a prediction, mainly because um, I got to see this first round. I really don't know. Like, um, but I think that I think the hot team to pick is Portland. Uh, I think if they stay hot, um, the Lakers might be in trouble. You said um, it, the hot team to pick is Portland. What you mean? Well, because everybody, because of Dame in the last. Are you saying right now, so, niggas is jacking? Right now, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, you so, know what's you know what's ill that you say that? I'm highly offended because I've been fucking with these niggas for the past couple years. Right, right, right. I'm on record uh, fucking with these niggas for the last couple years. And, um... Damn, I forgot what I was about to say. There was something you said about them being hot. Oh, this is... People don't watch fucking sports. And this is a... 
you know, key example of niggas not watching sports. Because if you watch them play, you would feel as niggas who've been jacking them feel. But because you got to have the fucking NBA channel or uh, the, the league package to watch niggas, niggas don't watch them. So now they finally getting to see them. And it's like, oh, shit, these niggas can really hoop. Right, right. But they been doing, they ain't doing nothing different than they've been doing the whole year. Right. Where I agree. See? I don't think they're going to beat the Lakers. Um, Probably go to, like, seven games or something, but I don't think they're going to beat them. That's just the politics that be. Because if LeBron's not in the playoffs, who's going to watch the playoffs? Well, everybody. Well, Everybody, because of yeah, a this is different. Yeah, but I don't think it's gonna be like that. Like I, I don't, I don't think that it's like that. Like right now, you think everybody is watching? So you're of the belief. Everybody is watching. So you're of the belief basketball is fake. I'm of the belief that all of it is fake. I don't really trust a lot of it. All right. So here's what I'll say about that, because I. I do think it, it it's some credence to the league. It's definitely credence to the leagues, any league, wanting their premier stars to be in, you know, the playoffs and, and in the championship and things like that. Um, what I will say in response to that is, if the Lakers lose to whoever they lose to, people are absolutely positively going to want to see, because to his point, to Gert's point, People don't watch sports like that. They kind of hear, they jump in and out. They don't really know what's going on. Everybody know the Lakers. Everybody know LeBron. Everybody know AD. Everybody knows them. Whether you like basketball or whatever, everybody knows them. So if they now hear that they got upset in the first round by Damian Lillard and the Portland Trail Blazers, people may not even – look, people and, may not even know Dame Mello like Anthony. that, but you got Melo. I was about to say, you got Melo. And it looks like a Cinderella story. Yeah, people already know who Mel. So well, I that's people, a good bro, comeback story, but I don't even that. think they're gonna go that far. I mean, maybe not, but I'm saying, I'm, to your point, I disagree. I think that if they were to beat the Lakers, people will absolutely watch. They want to see the team that beat the Lakers, so the ratings gonna go through the roof. That's what I. Think. But I don't think they're gonna beat the Lakers though. Like I don't well, see them. I don't foresee them beating the Lakers. Why not, like see? taking the Lakers. You only you you only the saying only... that off LeBron and AD, which is. No, I'm not even including AD like that. Like you're um, just saying that off LeBron. I'm saying like off of the team that yeah, like off of the team that he built. I'm just saying. See what team I don't he built? The nigga had four he... different teams this year. <laughs> Which one? The team, the team that he put together, the last one. This one that he got. So uh, Jr. Smith is who you. <laughs> you play your well. I don't have my faith in none of them. Kuzma, J.R. Smith, the other little guy. I don't have my faith in them people. No. I don't even watch it like that. So but I'm just saying that I don't have faith in none of them niggas. Um, I was kind of mad that Ja didn't make it, but Dame had to they do what he had to do. Smoke, they was yeah, I know, that but I like a, him. That was a That's worse matchup. That was a worse matchup. That would have been a... But I like him. I ain't gonna lie. Like, this bubble shit... This bubble shit is also showing travel, how travel affects NBA players, how fucking fans. It, it's showing a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if they come up with some type of, if they add 
like this shit from the bubble to the NBA. Like with players being locked in and you got to focus on basketball because damn near every game been close. All of these niggas is professional athletes. And that's what, like, I I be, like, everybody in the NBA is the best nigga where they're from. (laughs) 100% of the NBA is the best nigga where they're from. You know what I'm saying? But you got fucking, you know, all niggas got vices. Like, I don't know if y'all want to touch on the nigga from the Seahawks who uh, tried to sneak a joint in. But but I'm saying it's... it's That's a vice. But it's that type of shit that goes on in professional sports that have niggas looking like they not that has niggas not on their A game. Right now in the bubble, all of the everybody's on their fucking A game. Everybody hooping. And I wouldn't be surprised. I don't that's a hot take or if they the NBA implement some of this into their game going forward. I think it would be dope and that would be here for that would be amazing if the the fucking NBA finals was in one city and yeah. all of the games was in that one you know like the final four like the super bowl but like the final four because the final four is a series no no no, no, no i got you. that last yeah. that last fucking two teams neither one of them get home advantage and they got to go to a different city and stay in that city for yeah. that seven game city. Oh, like a gotta, random city. A random be, city. That'd be fire. And that'd be you know fire. what I'm saying? They could charge whatever they want for the tickets, but Fact. that fucking final shit is rotate yeah. every year like the Super Bowl. And them yeah. two teams gotta lock in that one city and fucking I like hoop. I like it. But that's kind of like like what you said, like the Super Bowl or like um yeah. like All Star Weekend or something it'll like that. Like week. it's it's similar to that same setup. But just say it'd be like a week, like NBA it. Finals week. Atlanta, hey, you know, every other night. That'll be, be dope. That'll be dope. Or fucking uh the Staples Man, Center Staples for a Center. week. Yeah, you go yeah. out there for a week and just fucking, you know, cause what it's seven games. Every other night, that's 14 days. The fucking, you know, the money niggas are paid to have that shit come to their city. Yeah. That's 14 days total of just fucking traffic through one city. Yeah. Bring a lot of money. I think that's smart. I think it is, too. I think you you onto something here. And remember where you heard it first, because that's fire. That's fire. But do you think that that would be... All right, because just, you know how, like, they go back to each city to give the city the money that they play for. Right, yeah. So that's taken away from that. No, nah, it's helping. It. It's helping. How is Because that's well, how jobs. Add into that? That's the NBA helping putting jobs in the community. That's, uh, you know, they, they probably. That's other to... people's community. What I'm saying yeah. is, it's like, okay, if I play for Golden State, I'm like oh, why in the they? Bay Area or whatever. Okay. So I'm not giving that back to those workers and those opportunities. That stadium, they're cut off. So I'm going to go all the way to Chicago and give them that when it's Golden State versus Miami or something like that. Like my workers aren't going to get that NFL, opportunity. I'm going to give it to someone else. The NFL figured it out. So I'm sure the NBA can. No, the NFL did figure it out because the NFL, like, 
things they've always this is something that they've always been doing you got to understand and that's just one game this is the nba the nba is more games so it's more chance for people to get revenue on, on like you said 14 days 14 days of income as opposed to one day one uh, one income is a lot like different three. they can figure yeah. it out it's only money that's just big to do yeah, that, that's true. I think they could figure it out. And here's another idea, too. I mean, maybe the higher seed of that particular city could just have it in that particular city. For example, if it was Golden State, then if Golden State's the one seed and they play in the three seed from the east, Golden State would get the advantage and they would have it the whole week in Oakland. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a... That, that's a an option too if you want to say hey we work this hard and we want to be able to give back to the city that rep is being represented that's a possibility well, too. The, they they the idea of it it would have to be a neutral city because the idea of it would be to take away the home advantage. advantage yeah yeah you're right you're right so you would want it to be neutral but yeah. they could figure it out nba uh y'all figure that out <laughs> And the NBA is way better than all of these other leagues because they figured it out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they figured it out. I, I love the whole bubble experience. I didn't think I would. I was one of them people like, I don't know. Well, I was more so on the like, how the fuck, why are they even, I mean, I understand the business and the money of it all, but like, yo, why are they thirsty to fucking play football and niggas is out here dying? Like, what's good? But I think that they did a good job. I think they're doing a great job. And... Yeah, I would like to see this continue after after this season for sure. So, um, yeah, where? Um, <laughs> I got a I got a question, right? So, I saw a clip on Twitter um, a couple weeks ago, and I think it was fake. I think it was like a little spool, where it was a guy. His mom was in the front seat of the car. And his girlfriend was outside, and she had a friend with her. Now, apparently, he was coming to pick up his girl, and his mom was riding shoddy. And so the girlfriend that was standing outside, she was wild disrespectful to the, the boyfriend and the mother and saying, yo, like, I understand that's your mom and all of that, but, like, yo, like, I actually, no, I think she said, I'm your wife, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she said, I'm your wife. Um, now, I'm your wife, you know, like, you got to put the childish shit aside and you got to, like, I'm to be, I should be riding in the front seat. So she made it real, a, a, a thing about the front seat and she should have dibs because she's his wife and, you know, her mom got to get to the back because she comes first and, yeah, that's your mom, but you're such a mama's boy, yada, 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 yada. Now, I think it was fake. We all kind of saw the same clip and we all agreed that it wasn't real, but it was probably more so to make the point of, hey, um who comes first in that's in that relationship your mother or your wife fuck the front seat forget about the front seat that was just an illustration of an example so see my question to you is in your opinion you have a married couple and you have the parent or the mom of the guy um who would you consider to be the priority in that situation the mother or spouse um that is a hard topic um i go through that but i would say it, it's situational 
Um, at my house, I come first. I don't care what nobody says. It's my house. This is what I pay for. I come first here. But um, anything else, I would expect him to put his mother first or something. Because I put my mom first. Biblically, it's like you're supposed to do um, spouse, then parents. Well, spouse, children, I think, and then parents or something. Can you expound but on that a little bit? Just that concept, not to get too biblical, but just... The biblical principle yeah. of that? Yes. Niggas, go read the Bible. Oh. Read the Bible. That's how I'm expound on it. it nah. I just said it. It goes like that. <laughs> nah, I'm saying... Yo. <laughs> oh, shit. That nigga, go read the Bible. All right. Oh, go read it. It's, it's there. It's there for you to expound on it. I'm not a preacher. I'm just telling you what it says in the Bible. I'm sorry, Jerry. I'm not about to give a whole sermon. I'm not. God said. Right. They could go look you know, that stuff up. She hates me. All right, fuck it. I don't hate <laughs> you. I'm just saying I'm not doing it. I told you how it is, and that's what they say. I tried to warn you what bag she was in today, dog. You got to know the temperature what you're dealing with, dog. <laughs> it's, it's there it's there Nigga. for you all to read and to interpret yourself what I'm telling you is what I got from God is he said is your spouse <laughs> your kids and then your uh, parents that's what I interpreted and if you don't get that nigga go read the bible <laughs> you gotta figure it out I can't, can't do that teach a man to fish man so anyway what I'm, about to, <laughs> what I'm saying is is that I do believe that in certain situations, like, okay, we could use that as an example, the front seat. Whenever, um, like my mother-in-law, she gets in the front, whenever she comes or wherever she goes somewhere with us, I'm not going to be like, yo, you got to get right. that back. You got to go back there because yeah, this, 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 <laughs> this is my car, yeah, big yeah. dog car. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> my stuff. I always, cause you know, she's an older woman, her knees and all that other stuff. Right. I ain't got time for that. Like I'm not right. gonna move you out of a more spacious <laughs> seat just so I could sit up here with my man. I lay with that man every night. I see him all the time. Like it's not that deep for me. And it's the disrespect I think that caught me the most because no real man is gonna allow you to treat his mom that way and to talk to her that way. Like you are trash if you feel like you gotta get your point across and curse at somebody's mother like regardless of what the situation is I would never like I let my man know like hey this is what's going on if I felt like I was ever disrespected from his mom I would give him the opportunity to say something first and if he can address it and say something and then things go right like my child I don't like my child sucking pacifiers because she don't when she went over their house his mom gave her a pacifier I said, I don't like, hey, yo, I told, like, I don't like her sucking pacifiers because she don't. So don't give her a pacifier. And so she changed it. And we don't have to go through that. So it's just how you present things. I ain't go to her and be like, you gave my baby a pacifier. <laughs> like, come on. Like, yeah. that's, that's crazy. Respect comes first. Respect yeah, goes I wasn't a long talking way. to my mom like that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So I agree, that's how I feel. It's, it's situational. Like at my house, I always come first, though. Like it's no, like I'm not sharing that. Mm -mm. Whatever right. I say, go because I pay the bills here. Right. Got it, Gert. He kind of bodied that. <laughs> I mean, I, what I would add to that is to all the women, 
who feel like a man should put them before. And, you know, everybody's family is different who you, you know, some people ain't grow with their mother, father, whatever. But whoever a person's foundation is, if you can expect them to put you over people that brought them up, then don't be mad when they put somebody in front of you because that's the behavior that you want out of them. A woman who would put me I agree. before somebody from their immediate household, I don't even want to be around. Because that showed me where your loyalty lies is within the situation that's at hand. So I, I look at people's uh, characteristics. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I watch how people move. And if you move that way, it's cool, but I can't fuck with you like that. Wow. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with both of y'all. I mean, yeah, in, in, in the crib, um, you know, I think she comes first, we come first, like here, because this is, our, we, we run this. This is our domain. We run this. So whoever comes into this domain, you respect the rules and parameters that are set within this domain. But um, loyalty is, <clears throat> should come first and foremost. And especially if they, not just because of a title, and I'm not talking about mother or father specifically, but not just because of a title, because you can have a title and not have been there. And then you shouldn't be loyal to a fault because what have they, or how have they supported you? But I'm talking about people who have been there for you and who are tried, tested, and proved to, you know what I'm saying, have been there for you all of this time. You don't allow someone to now who came later just, just jump the gun. So it is a respect thing. I think it shouldn't be that hard to navigate. I don't think it's even that deep, honestly. I don't think it's that deep. I think it's very simple. I think adults with common sense should be able to just understand and it should just be all good for the most part. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of my take on that. Little club. I have a question though. Like yeah. for men, it is like mad different when it comes to stuff like that because men don't take stuff like that seriously. Like, and men are a little bit more respectful when it comes to other men. You know, like, yeah, you have to deal with like her, her dad or whatever, you know, like as a guy, y'all have to deal with fathers and stuff. Y'all don't come off like, rude or ignorant or something like that like it's very you respect you wanna, yeah exactly you want to know why because y'all scared of their dads no because when no. men have problems <laughs> somebody can really get hurt yes yes, yes. women don't yes. really look happen. at it like that and and that's why i think like i own it like my dad is a very very respectful like he doesn't overstep any bounds like I mean, he doesn't I mean, try to assert his his power. That means he ready to fuck some up. He's trying, <laughs> he's trying to give you the pass because he, he's willing to go all the way. Know. All the way. Willing yeah. to go all... I know my daddy is ready. To, I know he's ready to risk it all. My dad told me he'll eat that ham sandwich. He'll be happy. He'll, he'll be right. And that's the, he'll eat know. the ham sandwich and the nigga don't even eat pork. <laughs> <laughs> he willing to risk it all but i'm just Word. saying like yeah. i just i just feel like it's just really respectful and i feel like that's something that women can take from men 
when it comes to that is respect is the respect factor that men carry for other men. I got some interesting No, I'm just saying in that situation, like you know how some women be like, oh well, she don't like okay, even with like a sister aspect where a woman, a guy has a sister. And it's just like the sister says something and the woman is just like, well, she don't know me. I will, you know, like it's that, that comes off like that. But with men, they would just be like, all right, now I'm going to tell you one time, like you better tell your brother to chill out, like, or whatever, like, or it's not going to be nice. The women are more so like ready to get it popping and they'll take it there because they already because they have feel like they're in that position yeah. to where they, yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Like, why can't we carry that same attitude as to where as though we would respect that individual the same way that the, the men respect like our fathers? Like I would never, I felt like I would never cross that line with his mom because I would I just have a certain reverence for her. I, I'm gonna tell you what it and is. And his sister. You know why women don't? Women can't knock people out. Once women start getting a one hit of quitter. It's gonna be a little bit more respectful. That's what it's gonna take. Oh you gotta, my god! You gotta get that dead on. You, it is a physical. It is. Once physical, you get it's a that dead on, you, you can knock somebody out. I start giving. Back I can't. You. you don't want to do that. To oh, I've anybody. seen them get knocked out now. Huh? I've seen somebody get a one hit a quarter in my day, but I've just a girl. Saying, you seen a girl do it? Yes, my cousin. Yes. And you never she was sliding on the floor. I had to I said oh excuse me, Jesus. I said no, don't we'll do it. it because I knew her hands, she's she's a boxer, and I knew if she would have got her hands, because girl was talking to her like she didn't know. And I knew if she would have got to her, like one good one, she was going to let it go. And I tried to step in between. So she was dodging, trying not to hit me. And then when she finally connected, she was sliding and glasses was off and everything. And you it was never like played she, with her ever again done. after that, right? Ever. <laughs> ever. That's what we said. <laughs> <laughs> like, never. Yeah, I get that one hit of quitter. But this is kind of interesting, too, right? It's, um, I ain't going to really mention, well, TI podcast, right? And I don't know if we want to include him, but he was saying uh, women and men, right? He said women and men will never be equal because women are here and men are here. And women are trying to be equal is doing this. Women need to accept where they are and understand that they're better. And it made me think of, that's, a, uh, that's an interesting topic, right? So, you know, without, I don't know if we want to mention the song or whatever, but to me, it seems like women are fighting to be equal with men and they're pulling themselves down, right? With, with that song from uh, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, right? I've seen a lot of people talking about this song and I agree with artists being able to be artists. I think artists can make whatever they want, do whatever they want, whatever. But when you try to justify things for that artist, 
Like they were saying that song that they made is liberating for women. Right. No, it's not liberating for women. If you like the song, like it, but you don't got to justify it. You know what I'm saying? And women, I think, are with them trying to justify whole shit, I guess we could call it, if that's politically correct, it's pulling them down. And as you see, men are trying to elevate, well, I don't want to use the word elevate, but men are trying to adjust their behavior in a different direction to come up to women like the, the it's a shifting culture of women, men trying to become more respectful and women becoming more disrespectful. And when he said women are here and they have to come here to be even with men, I thought that was kind of interesting. Y'all thoughts on that? I definitely think I, I agree with the point of men or the state of the culture, so to speak, is women or men rather are learning how to change their behavior, uh, less misogynistic, more respectful, um, just because of the state of the climate of things. Um, and on the flip side of that, I can see where, you know, you say, you know, women are becoming more disrespectful or wanting to just be more disrespectful. Um, I do, I do see that. Um, I think that as far as the liberating point, no, it's absolutely not liberating to be on that type of time. I mean, like you said, I'm an artist as well. So I do believe you should be able to express yourself however you want and just do that. And I think it should just be that. And the people who enjoy it should enjoy it. The people who don't like it, it's not for you. And it shouldn't affect your life so drastically to a point where we have to like have all of these call to the table meetings about how we should accept things. Um, so I don't agree with the, I do believe that women are trying to, there, there's a, there's a, there's a, a need to be equal, right? And I do believe that we should be equal from a respect standpoint, of course, because respect is first and foremost. But women are women and men are men and we're different for a reason. So they're better than us in many things. We're better than them in many things. And that's okay. Like, why is that an issue? Why is it not politically to correct to say a man is better at this than a woman? Like, there are some things that men are better than than women. That is not demeaning a woman. That's not me putting you down. That is just saying we're better at this thing. But I think that because it sounds harsh. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Because, because it sounds so harsh, I guess. Yeah. There's always this this need to say, oh, well, well why you say that? You know, we can do this. And, da, 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 da. and it's just like. Yeah, but we could do it better. Yo. Prime example. I'll give you an example. Um. The word actor and actress. For a thousand years, men were actors, women were actresses. Now, in recent years, 
women want to be called actors because they don't like the feminization of the word actress. Yeah. And it's like, really? Like, y'all really about to throw a whole fit for that? Like, it's not that deep. You're a woman. You're a feminist. You're a, that like, that you're feminine. Like, what the fuck? Like, masculine, feminine. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, some things just are. Why does it have to be this whole revamp of everything? So, like, with, with the shifting people <laughs> getting more money, you can work from home now. If you're working from home, you know, that <laughs> the rest of the hour, you've been home all day. So why not expect yourself <laughs> to bullshit cause, man? Fuck it. So, C, what do you think? What do you think? Whenever you oh, ready. it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your turn, see. <laughs> ready, go. <laughs> I thought I was talking that whole entire time. My bad. Um, I get what you're saying about the women wanting to be treated equally like they're they're up there you, like that whole ti analogy i get that do you agree with that um, though and then you um yes but um i think it's convenient okay because you want to say like women are up here we don't want you to bring yourself down here with men because men are nasty and dirty and men are are the only people who are allowed to be nasty and dirty and and do this stuff like okay not we the only ones allowed but let me just okay for instance like when a guy cheats and stuff they try to say oh when a woman cheats it's just done it's over because she's supposed to be better than that but you as a man knowing that is wrong you're supposed to be better than that too because you're in a relationship so i'm a piece of shit now you just no, but it's not because you're a piece of shit. It's because I want to feel wanted and I want to be appreciated too. So if I'm going to, and not saying that I feel this way or I get it, I'm just giving an objective right, right, right. point, and I'm gonna tell you how I feel. I'm saying some women feel like if you're gonna go step out and you're gonna go do that, you should want to do better because you know that you're in this relationship with me. Why should I have to be the one who? I'm not going to be like the grandma or whatever, because there was a time where grandmoms just took it and grandpa had another family around the corner and grandpa had a family right here and grandpa was taking care of both families and grandma knew that he had another family, but she just took that and she still remained the lady. She didn't step out on him. She still remained with that relationship, but that's not going to be, that's not how women are today. That's not going to be me. Women are saying, if you stepping out, I'm going to step out too. I'm going to go get me somebody who's going to appreciate me and I'm going to do the same thing. And most of the time, it's because they don't have to put up with that because you're not taking care of everything. You're not taking care of me. And even if you are taking care of me, I still can go do me. I still could go do whatever I want to do because you're doing that. So that's how women feel now. Me, I don't feel that way. What I'm saying is, is it's Okay, y'all, I can't stand y'all. No, y'all sit here and say all this stuff, and I'm and I'm trying to talk, and I'm going to lose my train of thought, and if I lose my train of thought, I'm going to get y'all. So anyway, what I'm saying is, is that with most women, 
Like, I get what you're saying about the song WAP. It's not liberating. To me, it was not liberating because that's not where I'm at right now. I don't want to hear about a WAP or whatever or something like that, WAP, WAP, whatever the hell it's called. I don't want to hear that because that's not the type of rap that I listen to. Um, it's too much for me. And yeah, they compared it to other songs like Slob on My Knob and all the other stuff. Um, yeah, there are songs that are just as vulgar. Little Kim said vulgar lyrics. Other people have said, you know, Foxy, um, Trina, Kaya, whoever. They've all said nasty stuff. That does not mean, hey, let's try to over, let's try to go over them or let's try to supersede the men. Let's try to go and do this so nasty that we got everybody talking about it. That does not mean that. That's something that these two women wanted to do and they feel like they liberated themselves because they were able to speak sexually explicit lyrics and it felt good to them. But to other women, that did not really excite us because what we do in our bedroom and what we do for our man, we do not put that on display for other people because we don't want another man to feel the way that our man feels when we're with them in the bedroom. And that's how they choose to do that. Just like I said, with the clothes, there are a lot of, like you said, Gert, whole stuff going around. Like it's a lot, it's in the music, it's in the clothes, it's in the Instagram posts, it's just everywhere. And certain men like that. Certain men like their women to wear certain things. Remember that episode of Martin where the girl uh, was Miss Bozak and Gina started dressing like that. And he was like, I like my woman classy, not showing all the assy. That's how, <laughs> but Martin was attracted to that. He was appealed right. to that because he ain't seen it. That's how most men are. They, they, some of them like that stuff. Some of them like the woman to, to show them off and to be like that. And that's what we're experiencing now in our culture. It's not just in your clothes. It's in the music that they listen to. It's, it's promoted more. So if women being equal as far as like the, oh, I want to be able to show my body or I want to be able to, you know, be liberated and stuff. That's what they're calling it. They're calling it liberation. And so it won't sound as bad as it does. So they want to be liberated in that aspect. In that aspect. So this is a part of that movement. Sure. Now I had a question, but I forgot it. I was trying to uh, ask something that she said right then. And I knew I was going to forget. Um, you well, got to write them down. I, 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 I write my questions, my points down. I got ready. When y'all be talking. Now I got ready to write my shit down. And then like halfway through it, I was just like, I forgot. I was talking about the cheating thing, about how come we got to be like, you know, good. What I wanted to ask is, all right, um, and this is, a whole long bag, but do you think women? So, me personally, I think a woman is an asshole if she want to cheat just because her man cheated. I, I just think she's a fucking asshole. My personal thoughts, I stand alone on that. Now, if she wants to be promiscuous, if she want to have sex with a bunch of different men naturally, like that's what she want to do, then I'm cool with that. But if she's doing it just because it was done to her, I think that's stupid. But what I wanted to ask, I don't know, I forgot. I agree. It ain't going to come back to me. I to well, I, I, I agree. I agree. 
I agree with that too because I don't think you should cheat based off of feeling and you want somebody else to feel that way. Um leaving gives that same feeling. Leaving sometimes gives that more. same feeling. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think that you have to do tip for tap. What I'm saying is, is that this is how some people, that's why I said, I, I tried to say, this is how some people think. This is not necessarily my thoughts. Because my thoughts is I would never cheat on my man. When I made you my man, that's who I made you. And nobody else can even look at me and take them and take me away from you. Like it won't ever, I don't care who they are. But I'm not going to, just because you did something, I'm then not going to tarnish my image and my character and who I am and give my body to someone else just because you did that. No, it's different. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just leave you and, and go on and continue on with my life. That's how I feel about it. And I, I completely 100% agree. Cheating is not the way to go, but some people feel like that's what they need to do. Like, oh, so you did this with homegirl. So now I'm going to go cheat with homeboy, whatever. Yeah, because you know? I feel like at the end of the day, if you all of a sudden just do that, it probably was something that you've been wanting to do anyway. I don't agree with because, that. No, check it, right? I'm saying because when she was being objective and just speaking for whatever type of woman out there, she said, um, I can do the same thing. You know, I can feel good too or whatever, whatever. And that there are some women who think like that. So I'm saying, well, yeah, we all could do whatever the fuck we want to do. But if you're not in that vibe, like, of course, you're going to be hurt, disappointed, mad, upset, all of those emotions that you find out your partner is cheating on you. But now you being mad, does that automatically translate to you just wanting to fuck somebody else? I'm not sure that that's the automatic you know, think. So I'm saying if you subscribe to that line of thinking, I believe that you probably already kind of feel like that anyway. So it's like, well, I can still go out and do me. So I'll just go out and do me, whatever, whatever. Cause, and I think that's, that's some bullshit. Sidebar, breaking news. Two niggas just got arrested for Jam Master J murder. That's awesome. <clears throat> Who got arrested? That is great. That's awesome. Um, oh my God. How long has it, has it, hasn't it been like 20 years? Well, no, 15? 18, since 2002. Yeah. Okay, oh, so I was okay. close. Yeah, I, thought, I, was I was like, like, like oh, five-ish. Yeah, okay, no. yeah. yeah. That happened uh, when I was in high school. You're giving up your age, see? <laughs> <laughs> they know I'm washed. Look at my picture. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's great. That How is, many people? I'm sorry. Two. I'm, I'm nosy. Two people. Two people. Well, look, that's a perfect segue, right? That's a perfect segue. Because uh, recently, uh, we learned that, well, first of all, let me speak for myself. And maybe a lot of other people, too. The No Limit Doc just aired on BET. It just finished uh, not too long ago. And I learned in the last episode that um, I knew C Murder was on trial. I knew he was, I mean, I knew he was doing life. Um, but I didn't know that he was convicted on the 10 to 2 jury, which basically is not a unanimous decision. And I don't understand that, <laughs> I don't understand the state green lighting uh, a life sentence 
on a hung jury. And it was more than one hung jury. It was two hung juries. But, and they don't have any evidence. Like, it's just a whole line and list of things of why C-Murder is in jail. And many people are saying that he's innocent. They've been saying it, so on and so forth. So recently, um, Monica, and if this is my understanding, uh, they used to, like, date back in the day, right? I think, I think Monica and C-Murder had a thing back in the day. Yeah, they used to date. Okay. Um, so now Monica, you know, she's always kind of shown support for C-Murder and she's come out and basically said that, you know, she's going to try to do everything in her power to, um, you know, kind of right those wrongs and try to get him out of jail and Kim Kardashian. I don't know who was first. I'm assuming Monica was first and then Kim jumped on board or maybe Kim was first and then Monica jumped on board. But the two of them combined are, um, and see, you can maybe polish it up, but they're basically trying to get C-Murder out of jail because of his wrongful uh, conviction. So I think that's um, interesting. I think that's interesting. But see, uh, am I saying that shit right? Because <laughs> I feel like I'm fucking something up. Yeah, you are saying it right. I think it was Monica. I think she got in contact with Lala because she said she had a phone conversation with Lala. And then Lala, I think, kind of put her towards Kim K. But I think Monica probably started the initiative and then Kim K got on board with the initiative to um, start getting him probably a new trial, I'm guessing, or um, maybe trying to get him out of jail. But I think this all came ahead um, as soon as the documentary came out. But in some states, I'm not sure if it's California, but if you have a hung jury, the um the judge uh decides the sentence so i don't know if that's what happened in his case or that happened in california but i know that happens in a lot of well in a couple uh, states i'm not yeah, gonna say a say, lot I, but i'm gonna say a couple. yeah because I'm, I'm familiar with that i'm familiar with that like the judge makes the decision if it's a hung jury or he has the authority to make the decision i don't know yeah. how many states but i, I don't I know I, that i was that i thought a hung jury is over you that to be convicted by 12. No, that's this. You're talking about like, um, like if they don't all agree or whatever. That's that's not that. Though a hung jury is different from from what you're saying. So, like, especially if you got it twice. I don't get it. Well, a hung jury, a hung jury is less than 12. Any, any, whether it's yeah. 11, whether it's six. Right. I thought you it's needed like, all 12. I know. I I heard that that state, uh, Louisiana, is the Louisiana, state yeah, that does that. But y'all saying y'all heard of that before? No, yeah. I've never. Well, I've, I've heard never not heard... of not of his sentence is what right. I'm saying. I've never heard okay. of it before. But I've heard of it. It's just like when they're deadlocked or something, like you know, like that. Like I've heard of that term before, and that's when all twelve of them wasn't able to agree. Some judges decide to okay. The case is deadlocked. We're gonna throw out the case. That's the same thing. I thought it, like we're gonna throw it so out. Wait, I, then you do a retry. I thought it had to be thrown out. Not no. That gives the that judge decision? the power when when. Yes, in some states. Just fucked up, yo. <laughs> it's, it's like this you got to know crazy. your state laws because some states the judge has the power to say, "Okay, you guys are deadlocked. I'm gonna make a decision." Then in other states, they're saying like, okay, if it's deadlocked or if the, you guys can't come to um, an agreement, the case is, is adjourned. Like, we're not going to take it so any wait, further. This is it. Out. 
all my ignorance. But let me get this straight. Y'all are saying that when you go to trial, mm-hmm. you could. My my understanding of the law is if all twelve don't say you guilty, that case is a wrap. Now, they can decide to retry you with new evidence, but you have to get all twelve yes. in order to convict, or it's dead. And you have a new trial, it's either a new trial or you go home for good. But I've never heard to where the judge gets to make the decision. Well, you're going to be retrial. Like, it's going to be another trial. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, okay, say, for instance, if C murder um, was convicted the first time. Like, I mean, I'm not was convicted, wasn't convicted the first time. Let's say that he had the hung jury. The judge that could... That happened. The judge said, no, "Okay." I think y'all got it wrong. I think. I think it happened twice. First, he went it happened to, twice. He happened twice. No, he went to trial twice. The first time wasn't a hung jury. The first time it was it was. it was. They both were hung juries. That's why she just sentenced him to to uh, life imprisonment. Yeah. So yeah. they both were okay, were I life. I mean, because I thought the first one was guilty. Then they retried him. No. And then the second time he got a hung jury. Because can you redo yeah. if you're yeah, guilty, you're guilty, right? Yeah. You appeal it. So well, you appeal it. Yeah, okay. And then yeah, they yeah. brought new but evidence. Nah. And nah, they don't have any new evidence. In fact, the no, second time the second time they did have new evidence. No, the second time they had the, the recanted statement of yep. the security they guard. They sure who, did. Who was saying that because he was nah, the one who initially said that wrong. He murdered shot. No, no, no. Y'all seen that wrong. The security guard said he's seen him twice. And then he's saying on the documentary that they kind of made him say that. But the security guard testified against him both times. He's on the documentary saying no, but if you listen on the documentary, he testified against them both times. I don't know. I know we definitely did the first time. I'm not 100 percent sure about the second time, but in any instance, it still was too hungry. Wait, they said that. Hold on. He was. All right, Miller was arrested in 2002. He was indicted. Uh, she grant. However, judge uh, granted a new trial based on a claim that prosecutors improperly withheld criminal background information on three of their witnesses. While awaiting retrial, Miller was placed under house arrest. All right. But does it say hmm. what the verdict of the first trial was? I'm trying to get that right now. Her. That's that's crazy. And while she's getting that, and that, and. It definitely said in the documentary as well that Louisiana, maybe not still to this day, but definitely at that time was the only state where you could do that. Do what they right. did. Like he's serving a life sentence off a hung jury, which is crazy. Okay, they said that um Miller was sentenced to ten years with life served. I mean with, with time served. But that was in two thousand nine. So that must have been the second time. Mm-hmm. That must have been the second time because that didn't go on that many years when he was initially charged. Let's see. And the murder trial began 
And then it said a bouncer had also testified against Miller, saying he witnessed the shooting. Mm -hmm. He expressed the fear of the reper repercussions for his testimony. And the jury reported being deadlocked, but the judge instructed them to attempt to resolve the deadlock. Three hours later, the jury returned to announce they had reached a 10-2 guilty verdict. On the first one? The judge suspected. This is in 2009. So that's the second one, the 10-2. Okay. Yeah, because so, you said the first one was deadlock, right? Or, or no, after they he had two the first one was unanimous. The first one was ten, the first one happened in two thousand and nine, and then I think the other case happened. Miller's final appeal was rejected by the Supreme Court after jury voted ten two to convict Miller's, um, to convict Miller, and that happened in two thousand thirteen. Okay. Damn. So he did appeal the 10, he, he appealed the 10 to an 09? Yes. And they, Dang, why didn't they, come to, they didn't come to anything. And so it stayed at 10 to when they revisited it in 13? Yes. Because that was his appeal. Okay. That's what I'm reading. This is what Wikipedia has. I'm trying to read fast because. It's I cool. don't want to cool. like Look, stay like, on like this that said, long. Like no, we know we about to go <laughs> right now. Like you said earlier, go read that shit. Go read that. Shit. It's available. I believe that it's he did we we got you in a good enough ballpark. The point is Google. The point that I was really just yeah. The point but I was really just trying to make. Dirt was right, and then if he did, we was right. But whatever I'm saying is, is just like yeah, you it, have to go look that shit the up. Judge man. The judge has the power. And but the 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 main thing is. Well, the question that I had is, um, do you think that Kim K is doing it for the look or she really cares? Or if, girl, if, if she is doing it for the look, do you care? That girl love black men. How is she doing it because she care? <laughs> <laughs> I think she's, but the, the thing that we should note though, say what you want to say. I wasn't really a big Kim K fan. And say what you want to say about her, but she is using her celebrity and her power for good because she has brought several people home and Help. by her working with Donald Trump. And that's kind of crazy, but Donald Trump listens to her because I believe he is friends with her family. So he listens to her and he takes heed and he looks after this and he says, hey, I'm gonna take this into consideration because I know how this will appeal to other people mainly us the black people you so <laughs> he does listen to her so i'm not saying that he listens he's to his friends <laughs> all of them whoever yeah but are. i'm not saying that he's using his powers for for good or bad but she's using her powers for the greater good she's bringing light to a certain situation she's doing what she has to do and she's helping people she does not have to help people at all she's got money she's made her money she's doing what she's got to do but some people still have a little bit of humanity and they want to take the time to see what they can do to help others and i feel like we got to respect that from her because she's doing what some people can't do and if she gets see murder out she the goat she gets see murder out <laughs> like now if you can get see murder out kim and she's in california so i mean she could probably be more hands-on so I just, I, I think that the way that she's turned her life around and the legacy that she's trying to, to live and lead for herself, she's really doing the work. And I can't put that 
I can't be mad at her for that. And I could only celebrate it and say, good job. All right, well, girl, you're making a lot of faces over there. So what, what you, what you, <laughs> you seem like you disagree. No, I fuck with Kim K. She fuck with niggas. I <laughs> fuck with my people, dog. Well, that's simple. Oh, speaking of fucking with the people, um, Dave Chappelle is like the greatest, um, period. Next sentence. Um, I saw, you know, Kevin Hart has his own uh, little laugh out loud. Um, did you see the whole network? Did you see the whole show? No. Okay. I didn't need to see the whole show. Yeah, you did. Cause you about to, I haven't even watched you it. You about to say? No. They're not going on tour together. Chappelle just be. What am I about to say? <laughs> they talking about working together. Uh, that's not really where I was going. Uh, I said that was in the chat. I was going. I I was going. I was going. The fact that okay, so he was on the show. They did call in. They did talk. Whatever, whatever. But I was going when Kevin Hart or Kevin Hart called Dave Chappelle. He didn't pick up. Dave Chappelle FaceTimed him back. And Dave Chappelle is out in Ohio chilling with Donnell Rawlins and Jon Stewart. And according to whatever Cab was saying, they was out fishing or doing whatever, right? Jon Stewart, white man. Um, I think he gets it. I think he's a white guy that gets it. That him. was just kind of spark. He had me on the show when I was a kid. Shout out to Jon Stewart. <laughs> that is hard. That's hard. That's hard. It's a weird flex, but okay. A, I'm just right, playing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Word, that's, word. That's just, I'm just playing. Well played. the man show. Word, well played. <laughs> but I was just responding to your whole Kim K thing and just saying, like, I fuck with anybody who fuck with us. That's kind of my response with, with John Stewart. I, I fuck with John Stewart because I think he gets But it. you know Chappelle, uh, he, he's been performing and having people at his crib. And that's yeah. lie. Super. But he got fucking his backyard. He turned into a fucking show, and you could pull yeah, up sixty people, and it'd be all kinds of niggas there. Like Talib performed. Uh, it's just a bunch of any given night, anybody Whoever. could. Yeah, he's Dave Chappelle. You're not gonna not go if you can go. Yeah. Like <laughs> I wanna go. You know what I'm saying? I wanna. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna you be wanna there. Pull up to that nigga crib, man. That's yeah. it. And just be there. And just be there. <laughs> that's it. Just be there. Word. So I thought that that was dope. So that's that's kind of where I was going with that. Um, and then, um, let me ask y'all a question. Do y'all think Cat Williams is funny? Yes. See. Yes. I think that Cat Williams is super smart, and I think that he's funnier in movies. I do like his stand-up, but I think. Cat Williams, when he does his stand-ups, I think that it's more, I see it more as him giving information and just kind of telling the truth as opposed to, like, full-blown, like, super funny. Like, he, I do think you, he is funny, but I don't think he's, like, super-duper funny. I think that he just tells the truth. I I get what you're saying. I think Chris Rock is more that of what you're saying than Cat. I think Cat has been. Me too. I think Cat has been jaded by the industry. I think that telling the truth came from the success he had with his earlier stand-up. But his earlier stand-ups were just straight funny. Hilarious. 
but but Larry. it was more jokes. Once he got more famous and got more bread, is when he started right. going away from that and talking about what he was seeing. I agree. That's kind of where I'm coming from. I'm coming from that perspective and that point in his career up until now, because he recently just did something by himself. It was like seven minutes long. Don't know where he was at. It looked like he was just on stage and it's COVID, so ain't nobody nowhere. And um, he did a little bit. I didn't really laugh. Um, but he kind of threw some shit out there. Um, it was more informational. They were, like I said, comedic form, but I, it was like, ah, it was cool. I could appreciate it. I, 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 yeah, I think the side of us. It's in response to what Dave Chappelle did, though, because Dave Chappelle just did something just like that that was like a little 30 minute ditty and he gave the information out. So maybe now people are seeing what he has done and they are taking that and trying to put that in their format to see if it works with them too. He already cited Dave Chappelle as the GOAT. So I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he saw that and was inspired to do his own thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think Dave took it even a step further because he actually had people in the crowd and you know what I'm saying it, it was a thing. So even though it was short, he had people in the crowd and it was a comedy special that with all of that seriousness and it was heavy content and it was fucking geniusly done and dope. I think it was um just different. It's just different. Similar but different. Um but he probably did get the idea from um Well not necessarily the idea, but I'm saying like he checked the temperature of the world. Like Niggas want to hear jokes, but niggas also want to hear true stuff. Like, we want to hear what you have to say on these topics. Yeah, you're the funny man and you're supposed to make us laugh, but they kind of want to hear what your type, like, what type of time you want too. So I feel like he kind of, like, yeah. like, okay, well, this is a way for me to get myself out there and say what I got to say about it and how I feel. Like, maybe he just wanted to say something. How about we need to hear it? How about we want to maybe hear it, but we need to hear it because... If you because he's always been, and these people that we talk about have always kind of been that, you know, so it's not new territory for them. So when you do come out, just the same as people say, oh, like a Kendrick Lamar, we know whenever he comes out, it's probably gonna be some shit or Nas. Nas just came out with a joint called Ultra Black. We know what Nas does, we know what type of time he's on. So maybe we need to hear it because y'all are the ones who do this the best, and when you do it you kind of have people's attention. So we need to hear from the great ones who do that. Maybe it's a little bit of both, but more so need than want. Do y'all think rappers and comedians are the only ones that can tell the truth? Comedians more so than rappers, but um, uh, no, I, I would say artists. I wouldn't say rappers. I would say artists. And when I say artists, I'm literally meaning like, in every sense of the word. For example, a painter can tell a story through actual, you know, visual art. I mean, art speaking, though, in, in America, right? Because everybody else panders to white supremacy. Um, rappers okay. so, and yes, comedians, kind of like what Chappelle was saying, I realized why everybody wanted me to say something is because I keep it real with you. I tell the truth. Um, and I was wondering, do y'all think rappers do? Because, you know, 50 Cent speaks on this all the time. He says, I can hide behind I'm a rapper when I say something or do right. shit. And then when I do right. good, I'm a mogul. Um, but rappers, 
and comedians, I, I can't think of anybody else who can speak freely without being canceled. I would probably agree. And for the record, comedians are the most freest people in the world, especially when they do it truly. You said without being canceled? Yes. Oh, okay. Rappers oh. might, they, they might try with the music because they've been doing that for years. They've been doing that well, forever. Well, who? Who have they canceled? No, not nobody's been canceled, but I'm saying they've tried. They've they tried. tried to cancel. They tried to cancel people for decades. N- NWA, like yeah, I, I was gonna go there. That's a lot of niggas, yeah. like you know, uh, fight the power. Who is that? Um, political public enemy. Public enemy. Thank you. I was getting ready to call them political enemy. <laughs> <laughs> it's close All enough. Right. Um. So yeah, but I think I think comedians are the freest in the world because their job title is to make you laugh by any means necessary. And so, you know, yeah, the climate has shifted and it's made a lot of comedians scared too. For example, uh, jokes about the LGBTQ community. Jokes about them now, people are scared to touch it. Comedians are scared to touch it. Or more comedians are scared to touch it than not. Whereas if you look at In Living Color, in the 90s, they had a whole hated it skit men that was films. hilarious. That was men on films. Hey, yo, <laughs> if you go back and watch some of the uh, the 90s, or the 70s was even iller, but just how much shit has changed. Like, how much, you know, back, you know, the 70s, you could slap the shit out of a woman on, on, on a movie. Can't do that now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thank God. No, like, no. in the movie. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, we real want life. To. We're not saying we want to. <laughs> but the way he said it was like, damn, you can't do that, man. Like, I'm not. Nah, like, the, the story, <laughs> call for it. It's, you, it's your story. I'm just watching it. No, I don't want to. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. Like, for example, like, all right, for example, if What's Love Got to Do with It came out right now, it's a true story. But do you know, like... But no, I don't even mean... I mean just fake acting. James Brown came out, and James Brown was smacking people in that movie, wasn't he? Like, when he, um... Yeah, that came out recently, because that was a part of his story. When he I, was no, 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 no. I'm just talking about regular... I'm not talking about you telling a story. Uh, uh, I'm talking about just a good script. You're not going to see no one... You're not going to write They're it not going to write that in now. Yeah, like yeah, that. It, it has to be a, a docu series or something like that in order to see some shit like that. Yeah, the yeah. 70s. Uh, it, it's just to see that in movie. What movie? Uh, I'll give you some Debo hitting Felicia. I mean, uh, Neil Long. They wouldn't put that in no movie now. Probably not. Probably not. They're scared, and they thought the writing room would be looking at you crazy. And should we change this? And maybe we should dial it back. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a solid example too. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's they would just write fucking it acting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and this is and we don't got to go here because this could take like another two hours. Um, but just kind of posing the question, y'all could give like your little tidbit thoughts on it, but like. Oh, all right. Over inclusion. 
is trash. Over inclusion. Art imitates life, right? So you're only representing something that actually does exist when you express it in an art form, right? Now, every single story and every single situation is just not the same. Everything isn't in every situation. So my life may not um, represent that of a professional athlete because I'm not a professional athlete. So if you're going to tell my story or you're going to tell a story that's loosely based around my life or something like that, like you're not going to just include, oh yeah, like, you know, niggas playing fucking baseball. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just not going to insert baseball randomly into a story that really doesn't have much to do with baseball. Like I could have, might've picked up a bat before, but like, it's not really what this is about. I'm saying that because, you know, although I respect adults' decisions to live however they want to live and do whatever it is that they want to do, I do feel that there is, with this extra PC culture, I do feel that there is a sense of over-inclusion to where no matter what type of show, be it for kids, adults, intermediate, sports, Whatever the topic is, I do think that they go out of their way to try to include people of all walks of life as if that is the exact representation of everybody's story. And sometimes I don't think it fits and I, and I, and I have issues with it when it doesn't fit. If it fits and it makes sense, for example, um, um, let's take, I don't know if you ever seen the show Shameless, that's a shameless is dope. Shame shameless is dope, right? Um, one of the sons is gay, right? So you know this from the door. <laughs> the son is gay. So in his story, you're going to have him or represent him or to his gay story, for lack of a better phrase, right? And that makes sense because it's part of the story. But if I'm watching a movie that don't have nothing to do with anyone who is a part of the a part of the community, I don't feel like the writers should reach to try to include the gay community or the trans community or whichever community because that might not just be that might not be what this particular story is about. And that's okay too. That's not a down, that's not saying f them or we don't care about them because i don't care what anybody does because i don't care that much about other people but that's just a thing for me i've noticed it i'm sure y'all have you know i don't know what y'all got to say about that what y'all think about that see <laughs> you would um it's like i get what you're saying it's kind of like insert gay character here um i get it if it does make sense, I don't care if you have this gay best friend or this uh, gay hairstylist or whoever. I don't care what you do right. or the gay writer or whatever. I don't care or the LGBTQ. You want to make those people feel inclusive just like you. It's just like throwing a random black person like in Friends or something. Like if it don't make sense, it don't make sense. Just leave them out. Just create a good story. Mm. You don't need to be everywhere. 
we will people will gravitate towards it and i get um you want to be inclusive because that's what you are um you're we're we're at the stage in life where we want to be inclusive and we want to include everybody from every parts of life but i feel that uh the lgbtq and all that other and I'm, I'm not saying it to be rude or whatever um but the rest have their own story to tell and i feel like they should have their own story that represents them in the way that they need to be represented not thrown into a straight story and then they're just thrown in as that character and made fun of and you're not depicting that person in their full light like maybe you should give them their own show and have them depict the way have them depicted the way that they deserve to be not saying that they can't they can be included not saying that they can't be but if you are going to include them have it make sense and a lot of their stories are not told the way that they need to be told because they haven't been over the years because we just now started seeing a lot of that stuff on screen so what i'm saying is is that they can get something and well get a show or get a movie or something that depicts the in and outs for them And they do have certain shows like the not Hour a lot, not and, not like us. Um, so what I'm saying is we are multifaceted. We have a lot of like different no. uh, African American stories, a lot of straight stories, a lot of you know hetero stories that are being told. They can do theirs, like have them do theirs. It does not have to be like okay, right. we're doing a love story insert gay character. That does not make any sense if you're just inserting that character just to be there, just to say that that's that. Have them have their own love included. story. Have yeah. them have their own rom-com or something, you know? To start off, <laughs> I do want to say, I do agree with y'all. But to play devil's advocate, right? Um, I was watching some shit the other day. And what they were saying, it. I don't know if I want to plug what I was watching. <laughs> But basically, they were saying that it's important to have that character there because it gives that person somebody to identify with if you don't have that to identify with. So for a, let's just say a lesbian figuring herself out and she's not sure she's a lesbian at this point in her life, um, when she sees it on the screen, she may identify with that and that might help her in her life, uh, you know, tackle the issues that she's going on. So I have something to say about that, that too, but continue. Um, <laughs> got ready to shoot at me. <laughs> now, nah, but I, I found that to be interesting because I never looked at it that way. So if you're a writer and you're like for, um, the shot. Let, let's just say the shot. I thought it was crazy how they inserted it. To me, poor writing how they inserted the transgender uh, person. They could have wrote that script a lot better. You can tell it was inserted just to be inserted, and it wasn't like an actual. It wasn't pulling. It, it didn't feel like it pulled from anything. It's. I felt like she could have did the cat. Like, if you let's go to the wire, Omar being gay in the wire, 
was okay. a great character to me. It yeah. made sense. Yeah. It it they didn't just insert gay to have gay. He and the officer really, and the cop, the girl cop. Huh? Yeah. Right. But these people yeah. were people I could identify with. We all could identify mm-hmm. with because they actually exist in our community. Uh, it right. wasn't just insert for the sake of inserting. But I could also right. see a person, like my world ain't the only world out there. So if you write in from a actual standpoint, I think that's cool. But if you're doing it just to do it, I think that's trash. I agree with both because doing it to do it is what I'm speaking to, not doing it when it makes right. sense. Like Lena Waithe is a gay woman. She's married to a woman. Like, so I could understand her as um, a writer with a lot more leeway now uh, with her own show and all of this, wanting to represent more for the community at large and herself. Um, but to also your point, I think it's still good and bad writing. I don't care who's doing the writing. I don't care what you are, what your name is, or what your history is, whatever. What your pronoun so, is. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And I do think that the writing got very lazy and it forced me to not want to watch the show anymore because I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very intelligent viewer. I, I know I'm kind of patting myself on the back, but I can, I've seen a bunch of things. So don't show me the same thing that I've seen before and don't give it to me so plain to where I can almost guess what's going to happen next. Be intricate, be, be clever with how you write your story. If I feel like the story is just bland and flat and lazy, and then on top of it, it seems like you're just throwing different things in there to, to you know, for the sake of representation, like we're saying, it's like, all right, I, I, I can't do it. Like, it's not, I'm not intrigued by the story anymore. But The Wire now was a great a example because happening. it did show multi, like it showed um, multi, multiple cases where you did have these gay relationships and these lesbian relationships and we weren't like mm-hmm. oh this is just too much or this is just mm-hmm. off it's not that's not what we're saying what we're saying right. is it's making make sense and when you were talking about right. the representation because you you're not sure girls watching and she's saying i'm not sure if i'm gay or not then maybe you're not gay because you need to be sure of what you are and the person that's showing you <laughs> that's showing i'm just saying if, if you're looking at tv and you're starting to identify with that person on tv i don't identify with half of these characters that's on tv because they depict black women strong black women as being weak for dick excuse my expression but they put these people like olivia pope you put her in a position where she is the strongest person she's a great she's she could dress well she flies i don't know what she got a great job working for the president she's smart she's intellectual she could get you out of any jam but then she has a weakness and this music comes on and she falls for this guy you put uh annalise uh keaton uh viola davis you put her in a strong role where she's a top attorney and she's the best in her field she's known and you're depicting her as now she's a first she was married to a white man then she started messing with the uh, the gay girl she was in love with her from law school or whatever and then she started uh messing with the black guy like now you're depicting her as a hoe and she's she's not if you are and being mary jane exactly being mary jane they depicted her as being very up and down very you know unstable exactly unstable they do not depict i'm sorry 
It is poor so writing, is but poor that's writing. what I'm saying. Like, you don't these the writers now. If you want to go back in the day, the writers back in the day, yeah, they took risks, but they had integrity in their writing, and it wouldn't just not make sense. This is you're turning people, or you're turning women. You're seeing that on screen, and I want to be strong. I want to be independent. I want to be that like them. I see that representation, but I don't see the I don't connect with the fickleness of their relationships and how they act towards other things. So when you say women, the, the young girls need to see this representation, how old are we talking, first of all? Because my 12-year-old daughter does not need to see representation uh, on, on cartoons or whatever of a gay character or a lesbian daughter shouldn't be watching rated all stuff, Steve. No, I'm just saying. Okay, so what? But I'm saying as far as kids, <laughs> no, I mean, a rated R show is going to have rated R content. That's fine. I'm talking about Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon does not need to have rated R content. Nickelodeon on when it was Pride Week had Pride commercials going on. And I'm like, yo, like, what are you doing? Why do you have Pride stuff going on? Because these are kids. Like, they should not be thinking... The, the mindset of a kid watching the show and identifying that is, is blasphemy to me because you are introducing sex to a kid. You should not be introducing sex to teenage, I mean, to kids. You, your parents should be introducing that to you. Because when you talk about different preferences, when you talk about, oh, gay and, and all that stuff and straight and stuff, you're talking about sex. That, sex. That's the that's main part. Because they're talking about their sexual preference. They're not saying, oh, this is my friend and this is just what it just so happened to be. This is sexual. So when you get into that conversation too early, prematurely, I think that does open up a lot of doors. And that does, I feel this way or I feel that way. I feel like I like girls. I feel like I like boys. Like, I feel like I like everybody. Of course, you're going to like everybody. You're 10. You like mm -hmm. everybody who like you. Because mm -hmm. at 10, you just want to be liked. Mm -hmm. When you are 16 or 15 and you say, I like girls or I like boys, that is when, okay, I know you're still trying to figure yourself out, but you still might be a little bit more sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's all I'm saying. And look, you know, these are our opinions, man. So I'm not, I'm not walking back my opinion. Like, I don't care who hears this or sees this and feels like, Look, this is my opinion. I'm not attacking anybody, so I'm telling you my intention is not to attack. If you feel attacked, I'm sorry. That's not my intent. But I'm not changing my stance on how I feel because it is what it is. This is what I see. This is life as I see it. No, I don't <laughs> so, offend, but that's no, 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 not you said. That's not the people, people who may, you know what I'm saying, hear it, hear this, or watch this and be like, oh, how could you say that? You don't look, this is from my perspective. Like you're gonna have the you're gonna have the uh Jewish rabbi on here next week. You're gonna walk <laughs> Nah, nah, we own look, we own our IP. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We own our IP. We good. Like, we good. <laughs> Safety that nigga thought. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. It's one thing to think it, it's another to know it. <laughs> Um, now we gonna we gonna get out of here because I don't want to make this like fifty hours. Um, but um, was there any? Because I did have a um, a, a, a did you catch that? But uh, was there anything else that y'all did want to touch on before we before we got out of here? Uh, I got a new movie, uh, Fearless, on Netflix. 
Check that out. Okay. Fearless on Netflix. Um, see, you got anything? Um, no. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, nah, that's, that's cool. It's cool. Um, so real quick, right, um, for anybody the first time listening or first time watching, well, it's everybody first time watching because you're our first time <laughs> being visible. But um, we do have this segment called Did You Catch That? And um, basically, I mean, it, it can span between music lyrics that you might have breezed over or maybe something that just happened in current events that, you know, might have flew under the radar. So uh, this week, I wanted to bring to the table a Did You Catch That? Um, it is Carrie Champion and Jamel Hill. Uh, Jamel Hill used to be, and in my opinion, probably the best um, female sports anchor um, ever. Um, I like Jamel Hill. I thought I think she's super dope. Um, and Carrie Champion kind of took the reins after her. She was still in the business, but she kind of became the other black woman face on ESPN after Jamel Hill left. Um, they're now doing a show on Vice um, together. And what is it called? Hold on, let me tell you right now. Um, it is called... Oh, it's called Carrie and Jamel Stick to Sports. So it's a new series that it premieres um, on the 19th. Um, and it's on Vice. I think that's going to be super dope. I think that they're two strong black women. They know sports. Um, but they dope. They got personality. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm anxious to see what that show is going to be about. It's on Vice, so I'm assuming they can curse. And, you know, it ain't got to be so filtered and edited. So... I don't know if many other people saw that, uh, but that's my, uh, did you catch that? Did you see the clip where she asked her, like, if you had to save me or LeBron? Because you know Carrie loved LeBron. I did not see the clip. The clip is funny. I think it's on um, Jamel's Hill IG page. I follow both of them. I, I really love both of them. Intel and uh -huh. I love. I love to see that representation. Mm-hmm. Word. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to check it out. Um, and y'all should, too. Did we got on the Vado Tahiri shit or nah? Nah, but I'm good. We could do that next week. We could do that next week. Um, did, right now. Did what? we do that in another episode though? I nah. feel like we talked about it. Nah, no, we didn't. Nah, we didn't. We didn't. Um, but yeah, man. <laughs> um, like I said, ain't really gonna make this one too much longer. Um, make sure y'all motherfucking tell a friend to tell a friend, send out the link. Um, you know what I mean? Subscribe on YouTube, all of that fly shit. And um, yeah, man, until next time, everything Rico. Co-music, co-music, co-music.